Welcome to Puritans Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 18, the final episode of The Life of Christ in the Soul by Henry Skugel. I will now recommend one more means by which holiness is advanced. It is the frequent and conscientious use of the Holy Sacrament, which is specially appointed to nourish and increase the spiritual life once it has taken root in the soul. All the instruments of religion come together in the sacrament. If we are to participate in it with integrity, then we are also required to put into practice all the rules that have been mentioned previously. It is in the sacrament that we make the most exacting survey of our actions and lay the strictest obligations on ourselves. It is then that our minds are raised to the highest contempt of the world, and grace is exercised in us with the greatest activity and vigor. All the subjects for spiritual contemplation become focused to greatest advantage in the communion. And then, if ever at all, the soul will make its most powerful advances toward heaven, assaulting it with holy yet temperate force. I have no doubt that the neglect or careless performance of this duty is one of the chief causes for the impoverishment of our religion and makes our spiritual stature so stunted. But it is time for me to end this letter that has grown to a far greater length than I first intended. If these poor efforts can afford you the smallest service, then I shall consider the undertaking to have been worthwhile. I am at least hopeful that you will kindly accept the endeavors of a person who only wishes to return some part of that which he owes you. A prayer. And now, O most precious God, Father and foundation of mercy and goodness, who has blessed us with the knowledge of those good things that are important for our happiness and the way that leads to it, excite in our souls the most ardent desires for the one that we may be encouraged in diligently pursuing the other. Let us neither presume upon our own strength nor distrust divine assistance, but while we are doing our utmost, teach us still to depend on you for success. Open our eyes, O God, and teach us from your law. Bless us with an exact and tender sense of our duty and knowledge to discern evil things. Oh, that our ways were directed to keep your statutes. For we will not be put to shame when we respect all your commandments. Possess our hearts with a generous and holy disdain for all the poor enjoyments that this world offers in order to entice us. That they may never be able to enslave our desires or betray us into any sin. Turn our eyes away from vanity and sharpen our minds to your law. Fill our souls with such a deep sense and persuasion of those great truths that you have revealed in the gospel, that our whole conduct is influenced and regulated by them. Thus, 
made alive, that we live in the flesh, from now on be lived by faith in the Son of God. Oh, that the infinite perfections of your blessed nature and the astonishing expressions of your goodness and love might conquer and overpower our hearts. Oh, that they might rise to you in flames of the most devout affection, enlarging themselves in sincere and cordial love toward the whole world for your sake. And grant that we might cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of flesh and spirit, perfecting our holiness in the fear of God, without which we can never hope to behold and enjoy you. Finally, O God, grant that contemplation of what you are and of what we ourselves are may both humble and lay us low before you, as well as stir up in us the strongest desires to know you. We long to give ourselves up to the moving of your Holy Spirit. Lead us in your truth, for you are the God of salvation. Guide us with your counsel and afterward Receive us into your glory through the merits and intercession of your blessed Son, our Savior. Amen. That concludes The Life of God and the Soul of Man by Henry Skugel. Next up, and I love the timing of this, I will read A New Year's Gift by John Shower. Uh, perfectly ending The Life of God and the Soul of Man to take up uh, a New Year's Gift by John Shower. I will read his introduction to hopefully introduce you to what he's going to have to say and interest you in coming along for the next season, which will be season 16. Brother Shower writes to the reader, Whatever is likely to awaken men to the consideration of the great acknowledged principles of religion cannot be unseasonable. And when tis every man's concern, the meanest and weakest endeavors may be of some use. The subjects of the following reflections are most of them of that kind necessary to be attended to by all sorts of persons and so cannot be too often pressed, though in different manners. The usefulness of the subject matter and the smallness of the bulk are two things which are wont to recommend a book to most readers, for which reason I may hope this will be read by several who suffer much better because bigger books to lie by them neglected. Some may possibly give it the reading as a New Year's gift. And whoever shall be so far persuaded by it as to set apart some time in the beginning of the year for self-examination, confession of sin, repentance, thanksgiving, and solemn renewal of their covenant with God, which several of these reflections may not only excite to, but are intended to direct and assist him in, I am persuaded he will thank me for putting him in mind, at least of so seasonable an exercise. The greatest part of these meditations were begun on a New Year's Day, though 
Some others are thought fit to be inserted as tending to promote the same design. But knowing how much easier it is to stir up other men's devotion than to command and keep alive my own, tis much easier it is to stir up other men's devotion, tis desired that the most devout thoughts contained in these papers may be looked upon as what the author aims at and would persuade to rather than what he hath already attained. As what he knows he ought to be and do and doth seriously endeavor rather than what he is and hath been, heartily lamenting wherein he hath been faulty or defective in such duties as these and the like reflections do oblige to and enforce upon all who shall read them, and therefore much more upon himself. That they were penned at several times, and in occasional retirements for spiritual exercises, will, with the difference of the subjects, be a sufficient excuse that some are larger and others shorter, and that the style is in some places more neglected than in others. If I may hereby render any service to the souls of men, if any secure sinner, any self-deceiving hypocrite be hereby awakened, or any serious Christian's devotion be quickened and advanced, I hope God will accept it. To his blessing, I humbly recommend it for those ends. So that uh, introduction by the author... John Shower to next season's book, A New Year's Gift. This concludes episode 18 of The Life of Christ in the Soul by Henry Scoogle.